It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the light. Hey, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hi. Welcome back. Hi. It's been two weeks. Oh my gosh, too long. You guys, Heather is so tan. I'm tan. She is tan. And she's wearing a shirt with a rainbow that says, someday we'll all be dead. (laughs) (laughs) You know, trying to keep it in perspective. (laughs) I missed you, Heather. I missed you too. And I'm excited to be back with the topics that we are with this week. Because this week we're Mm -hmm. talking about travel. Vacation. Vacation. And we both got to do a little bit of that over the last two weeks, which is pretty cool. Um, so today, um, for my show, for our Wednesday show, we are going to talk about um, traveling alone mm-hmm. and also traveling with your children. Mm-hmm. And then for Friday fun, you're going to talk to our friends about a great American road trip. Yes, it's going to be gonna super be fun. Super great. I want to go on another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that I would open up today. Um, I don't have any segment headers today, friends. Today, I missed Heather so much. I just wanted to come in and have a conversation with my friend. And so we're keeping the show super simple today. We're keeping it just a talk amongst friends. And um, let's start with talking about traveling alone. Yeah. Traveling alone. Um, I know that you've done a little bit of travel, you know, a weekend here and there on your own. Yeah. And that... That is so refreshing, right? Yeah, not too far from home, just enough to get a little respite. Yeah, and I think that there are a lot of benefits to traveling by yourself. Sometimes for me, when I travel by myself, it's kind of a like a soul searching, you know, like I need to go like reassess and get my life together and whatnot. But it doesn't have to be that big. It can really just be a recharge and really just be a moment to get in touch with yourself again. Mm-hmm. And there's so much benefit to that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I was at when the first time that I went on um, a weekend by myself. uh, Well, I'll back up. I'll back up. Years ago, I met somebody who told me that he and his wife take separate vacations. Interesting. And I couldn't wrap my head around that. And um, because, you know, we do everything together. And then he clarified, like, not every vacation is separate. You know, like, we go on vacations together, too. But we also each take a trip by ourselves. That's, like, just us, our thing. And I wasn't at a place where that made sense to me. But then once I had kids and, you know, just, you know, I think you just get older and, you know, your needs change. Then it became very relevant. I was like, yeah, I need to have some time just with me. I'm going to put a link up to, actually today uh, is a little bit self-serving, I guess, but um, we were going to do this topic and I have written about both traveling alone and about traveling with your children. So I'm going to put links up to a couple articles today. Um, The first article I'm going to put a link up to is by me. (laughs) It's called, (laughs) it's called Need an Epiphany Travel Alone. And um, 
I, the first time that I ever traveled by myself was not as uh, lovely as, as yours. You, you said, <laughs> oh, this will be a nice way to recharge. Mine was I was um, contemplating my divorce and whether mm. to get it. And um, I traveled for work, really. Okay. And it was really the first time that I even because my ex-husband worked with me, too. So right. even when we did work travel, it was together. Mm-hmm. And um, I went out to a conference um, in Denver and I got there a day early. I got there a day before the conference really kicked off. And I used that day to kind of really just sit around my hotel room and be very contemplative and mm-hmm. write and think. And, you know, and, and I was like, this is kind of nice. You know, like this is this is not the worst thing in the world. Um, for me, it was the introduction to, ooh, you can do things on mm-hmm. your own, you know, um, which was a slippery slope for me. <laughs> 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 but... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the first kind of trip that I took on my own and since then I've taken trips on my own that I have really planned to do, you know, a lot of, you know, inward kind of looking, a lot of introspection. Um I did the big hike in right. Spain, which that was definitely people were like you're doing this by yourself, you're going to a foreign country, you're going to be gone for 6 weeks, you're doing this huge thing. So that was obviously the biggest one, but I've also had trips where they kind of just ended up being alone, um, Mm -hmm. and it turned out okay. The first time that happened was just a weekend. So over in Panama City Beach every year, they do um, a concert, a country concert called the Gulf Coast Jam, Mm -hmm. and uh, it is a lot of fun. And I've gone to it for the last four years. They just postponed it till March, Um, but it's a lot of fun. It's a really cool event, and the first year that I was going to go, um, one of my friends locally was going to go with me he and his wife were going to go um and they had gone every year and then he ended up with a sick family member and unable to go and so he said well um another friend of mine who was a um a state representative he's like my my friend's still going to be there you know go and you know just hang out with him he's a cool guy we hadn't met each other you know but he's like he's cool it'll be it'll be fun so I went over and um the guy got really nervous <laughs> about like going to an event with a girl that he didn't know like and this, like, this unintentional like, blind date yeah it, it felt like a blind and, and he pretended to be sick oh really? so I was there by myself I was already there like out like with a blanket you know in, in a field I was already there and the guy texts me and he's like I'm sick and later like I actually met him and we became friends and I'm like <laughs> Remember when you totally stood me up, like, and, you know, so I ended up at this concert by myself, Mm -hmm. um, and it was great. Like, I ended up with all the people around me, you know, talking to me, and, you know, like, because you're, you know, it was back when we used to congregate, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, you know, I, I met some people that were cool, and I had a good night, and, you know... It was fine. It was really fine. And then I ended up in a in a similar situation. I went to I went out to California for like five days, and I was going to go with my sister, and we were going to a festival. You know, we were going to see One Republic and a whole bunch of bands. And my sister ended up not able to come, and I went anyways, and it was terrific. I mean, like a concert. I think mentally, I think. That's a weird place to go by yourself, but honestly, it's kind of a great place to go by yourself because there's so many people around, and they all like the same thing that you're there to do. Yeah. So it's people that you have an easy connection with, you know. So if you're 
somewhat good at making friends and comfortable in your own skin, it's actually fine. It's actually really good. That's really the key is being comfortable in your own skin and and liking your own company. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and and being able, not feeling like you're missing, like this, like the environment is incomplete if it's just you. Right. I won't, I won't say it never feels awkward, Mm -hmm. you know, like when you're like on your own and you're wandering around at a festival, you know, like it, it can be awkward. And you have to be very cognizant of your safety. Yes, you do. Very be aware of you your know. surroundings. Yeah. Um, you know, like some people use concerts as a real party going kind mm-hmm. of, you know, and that's not an option. Right. Well, I mean, it's an option, but it's not a smart option. Right. I would not suggest that you go and uh, <laughs> get all smashed up. Decision. You know, <laughs> it would not be a good idea, you know. But that turned out to be a great trip because some of the things that I did on that trip in California, I wouldn't have done had I been with other people. Like, I ended up doing a hike on the beach. Um, and that was when I went to the nude beach. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the hike crossed yeah. like a mile and a half nude beach. And that was a very interesting experience that I uh, would have not (laughs) gotten to do otherwise and gotten to experience and see (laughs) otherwise. And the the hike was just a really nice hike. I hiked the entire thing barefoot, you know, because it was on the beach and, you know, over the rocks. And then you walk into town and I walked up to a little cafe and got some like really good polenta and I mean it was it was just a really really nice experience and mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done a hike if I would have been there with my sister we would right. have done we would have done shopping and we would have been out around the town and you know we I don't think that we would have done that and it was such a peaceful wonderful experience I treasure know? having time to myself every day I need time by myself and when I went to the beach a couple weeks ago um, I had every intention of going down and walking on the beach every morning, you know, because I, I walk every morning anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and my um, my younger son wanted to go with me and look for shells. And I was a little annoyed. Like, <laughs> it's like, this is kind of like my time. Now, I knew that he was only going to make it one time. He said he was coming every day. He Aww. made it one time. Um, and it was wonderful. But I really, I mean, two or three times a day, I'd get up and walk by myself. And I really like that. I think that's a nice transition. You know, we'll kind of talk a little bit about traveling with our kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, the trip that I took um, during our vacation here, during that break, I took with my kids. But I honestly took it very much on a whim, Heather. Yeah, you did. Like, all of a sudden, you were like, I'm going. So I ended up, um, I like to be honest and transparent on our show, I ended up... um, last I guess a week and a half ago Friday night I had a pretty rough night Mm -hmm. it was a a bad night of not the best choices and a lot of evaluation of relationships and you know where I want to be with things and I woke up Saturday morning at like 6 a.m and was like I need some Mm self-assessment I need you know to I need to make some changes and I need to be more true to, you know, the heart that I think that I am. And I want to just get on the road and get away from here and get a chance to step outside a little bit and look back. Yeah. And I had my children with me. Mm -hmm. And I have to be honest with you, kind of like you felt with your little (laughs) one on the beach. I was like, well, I guess they have to come with me, (laughs) you know. 
And it turned out to be a beautiful, amazing family adventure. This was the first time probably that I've had this chance for kind of introspection and a chance to be traveling with them and still turn out as a really mindful experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as a, and, and I did some things differently on this trip than I usually do with them. I take them to the community swimming pool and I lay out in the sun and they swim and they play in the bucket pool. And when we took this trip just down the road, we were only two and a half hours from our house. You, know? you went to um, the same beach that I had just left. I know. I think that's really cool. <laughs> I think that was really fun. We just switched spaces. It just turned out, yeah. Um, but, you know, they had a, a lazy river and I got in the water with my kids, which I usually don't do. And we played and we, you know, like my kid took me on a tour, like 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 it was a ride at Disney. You know, it took me <laughs> on a tour, you know, around. And, and it ended up being a real time for us to connect. Yeah. And also to get to be thoughtful, you know. And mm-hmm. so as we move into talking about traveling with our kids, tell me about some ways that you have gotten to like reconnect with your children via travel. We for a long time, all of our family trips were related to going to see other members of the family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we always go to, you know, visit cousins and aunts and uncles and grandparents. And so very rarely would we go on a trip that was not related to a wedding or a funeral or a birthday party or, you know, something related to a family event. But last summer, we went to Asheville for the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And that was because our regular 4th of July plans were not happening and we um, wanted to get out of the heat. And that was one of those trips where it was just us. We didn't have to we didn't have to plan around anybody's big event. Right. And we just every we rented a house which my younger son still thinks is the most amazing concept in the world that you can rent like an airbnb i know my kids think that's amazing too like it blows their minds for some reason so like and so that was fun and then um you know we just went around and and um we always we like to play a game called um trick google (laughs) and so we'll (laughs) we'll put on google maps and we'll put in our destination which is usually a place to either drink beer or eat pizza (laughs) or both of those things since the kids don't drink beer and um and so whatever Google tries to our goal is to stay off the interstate. I think you've told me this. I yeah. love this. And we so we try to turn in different directions so that she keeps having to redirect us and it's hilarious because we always hear like this veiled rage in her voice that she's so mad at us that we won't take the most direct route and so we're like we're not getting on the interstate and so we'll weave through the neighborhoods and we'll weave through town and we just kind of bunked around different places and then we'd have lazy days of just like reading at the house and and same as like what you said it was the first time that we had a family vacation that wasn't go 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 right and that was really nice. I think it's really important to program in that downtime. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, we're going to do a link to another article that I also wrote. <laughs> <laughs> actually, there'll be three articles that I wrote that will be in the show notes uh, for this show. Um, but this one is about, one of them is about why to travel with your kids. Mm-hmm. And the other one, this one is about 
how to do that and how to plan for success with that. And one of the things within that is to not have such an agenda and to not like you have to have some activities planned because they are children and you, you know they they need some form of structure but with my kids I find that if I wake up every day and say this is the basic outline for the day that's enough mm-hmm. you know and I don't like booking things weeks and weeks in advance and this is you know like not not for every day not for every day like there's some things that I definitely want to see like if we're going to a new city and there's a museum or there's something fun like I definitely want to have time to planned out to right. see mm-hmm. like the big deal th- stuff but I don't like waking up if I'm on vacation I'm on vacation I don't want right. to wake up to a schedule no I think that that flexibility you know and that kind of okay we're we're going to do these things but we're not going to do them like it doesn't have to be we're up by eight o'clock and we're at this place I think it makes it a much nicer experience um, one of the things that I wrote in this article is your attitude matters so if if you are on edge, you know, and if you are trying to adhere to this schedule and you are, you know, like, oh my God, we have to be here and you're so frustrated, your children will be as well. Mm-hmm. They will pick up on whatever you're putting down. Absolutely. You know? And absolutely, you know. Um, I think it's also important stuff from home or stuff that is familiar is okay once in a while. Like, like what do you mean? What I mean is it's okay to take two hours in the afternoon and let them play on their iPads. Oh, yeah. It's okay to grab Starbucks even if you're in Spain because Starbucks is familiar. There was a point in time when I had my children in Spain and they were like, can we go to a hard rock? And you're like, no, we could do that anywhere. I was like, we're going to the hard rock. We will eat dinner at the hard rock. And there were a lot of times that, you know, I want to eat local and I want to, you know, have whatever. So don't think that I was against going to McDonald's and picking up Happy Meals and then walking up to a cafe <laughs> and getting paella. Right. Like, you know, I would let them eat the, like, it's their first of all, too. first of all, it saves me money. Right. If I take them into the nice restaurant, they aren't going to eat paella. Right. They're just going to waste my money. <laughs> so why not let them get McDonald's? It's comforting to them. It makes them feel, you know, a little more at peace. Now, of course, I want them to try the things. I want them to get fish and chips in England. You know what I mean? But I also want to be a little bit flexible with it. Uh, like the first time I traveled like far with them, you know, I'm, when I took them to England, France, and Italy, I'm like, you guys, are. this is your chance to expand your palates because this just is what it is. You got to eat what the locals eat. You know, you got to, you got to do it. And like I said, really great in theory, but <laughs> yeah. in practice, sometimes a little bit difficult. Now, they did. They they did try a lot of things, and they, you know, they branched out a little bit. But I I think that really, truly, it saves you money. It saves you stress. It saves you time to give them some things that are familiar, you know. So sure. if they want to order chicken fingers and fries and, uh, you know, a hamburger, then that's fine. You know, that's fine. You have to let them do that. We had one trip where I was going to create a slideshow um, of meals purchased for children and then not eaten. <laughs> that would be a, a, a vast slideshow. Yeah. That would be many slides. Many slides of a, of a plate of mac and cheese that no, that was like $15 and that nobody ate. Like the extra ooey gooey nice mac and cheese <laughs> yeah. and they're like, no, I wanted crap. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I decided to to not do that and instead I did a slideshow of beers of vacation and I just did a slideshow of all the different That one made you feel better and yeah. lightened your heart. Yeah, it was positive. 
It's a good transition to my next tip, which is keep them fed. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, trust me on this one. Like, like when they were babies, right, we had diaper bags and we had all these little snacks and Cheerios and whatever. And somewhere along the line, they, they grew up and were like, cool, like everybody just, you know. Roll with it. Right. Nah, man, carry a diaper bag mm-hmm. for your, like, 10 and 11-year-old or your 11 and 12-year-old or whatever. Like, carry a bag of, you know, you got a few snacks, you've got a drink, you've got something. Just, it, it's a it's a good way. Like, what happens on vacation a lot for us is, oh, it's 2 o'clock and we're just finishing this museum. And, you know, we want to go to this other place. And we haven't really had a chance to eat yet. You know, what can we grab? Oh, there's nothing around to grab. Like, there, Or we're not in a place where there's restaurants. Or we're only at a place where they serve paella. Right. You know, or, you know, whatever. And, gosh, just, you know, we will be moving along. You know, it feels like you just finished breakfast. And suddenly it's dinner time and you realize that everybody's about to get real crabby and terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Just programming against that makes your trip so much nicer. I agree. I never go far without food. And I find when I'm traveling, especially with my kids, that we try to focus on really one meal a day being somewhere out mm-hmm. and then just kind of grab like something breakfasty in the morning and then just have a snack. Right. And mm-hmm. then, you know, that way it, we, it cuts down on expenses for one. Right. And then we just... You know, those restaurant meals are so big that y- you end up eating more than you would at And home. you usually can't, like, take it back to your room or right. anything because you're no out leftovers. and about, you know. So, yeah, it becomes, it, it's very wasteful sometimes. So it's better just to kind of, you know, like, we would usually have our big meal be in the afternoon. Like, mm-hmm. And we're people who can definitely wait till like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon to eat, you know. So, but you have to be mindful of where you are, too, because some places close at that mm-hmm. afternoon yeah. point where we finally want to eat. And then you put yourself in a world of hurt, you yeah. know, when, when you need something. Um, the fourth one we kind of already touched on, alone time, downtime is okay. Like, yeah. alone time is okay, even on vacation it's with good. your family, even on vacation with your with your kids. It, it is good. Let them have a minute that they go off and, you know, just lay in the bed and play on their phones or watch a show or, you know, like, it doesn't have to be go, go, go. And it also doesn't have to be total family togetherness all the time. Um, when we were at the beach last week, my kids asked if they could go down um, and hang out in the lobby. And I said, yeah. I mean, it was a really nice hotel with a really big lobby that had like a bar and food. And they had like these uh, touch screens on the wall uh-huh. that you could kind of draw pictures on oh, or cool. whatever. So, And they were like, can we just go down and hang out down there? And there was a day during our trip that I had, I was supposed to be in Chicago. Right. Um, and Chicago decided that Florida people aren't allowed there. They, they don't want us there. So we were, mm-hmm. I was kicked out of Chicago, but I still had to do the meetings. Yeah. So I had six and a half hours yeah. of phone meetings um, on a, on one day, you know. Yeah. And, um, and I had told my children, look, I'm going to need you to, you know, we're all in this hotel room. It's, it's three beds in a row, <laughs> and then there's a balcony. And that's it, yeah. right? And I'm like, you guys, I, I I, wasn't comfortable with them going to the pool alone. Right. You know, I wasn't like, even though the, I, I didn't want them down on the beach alone. Right. It, they're, they're 11 and 12, but that's just not. That's not, that's right in the middle of. Yeah, yeah. it's just not quite, you know, not quite. And so I was like, you guys pretty much have to hang out in this room all day, you know. <laughs> um, and I said, if you hang out in the room nicely all day. I will take you to one of those trampoline places and let you jump <laughs> for like two hours when we're done. Um, and they were 
perfect, yeah. Heather. They were so, so good because the expectation was set that today is the day that we just veg out in the hotel room, yeah. that we just absolutely, you know. And what was fun is, like, they introduced me to a show that they really love mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I never really watched with them because I'm like, it's a kid's show. You know, it's called Creeped Out. It's oh. terrific. It's it, it's um it's almost like scary stuff for kids. Okay, but it's relevant stuff to today. Like when you were saying that Siri has the underlying uh, attitude. Right. One of the episodes is about like an Alexa who goes crazy Ooh. and she like traps the kids in the house. Oh and, no! Yeah, it, it, yeah. But it's it's all stuff about like social media and right. selfies and like. Uh, oh gosh, that sounds terrifying. It is really good though. <laughs> like oh man, the best episode. Everybody go watch this. Okay, it's on, this is on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, in the kids section it's called creeped out the best episode is called the many place and it's kind of like the shining these kids are in a hotel right? oh great uh these kids are in a hotel and every hallway leads to an alternate reality Ooh. an alternate universe i love that stuff oh my gosh you would love this episode it's so good like it's my favorite episode of the entire series i thought you were going to say um the floor is lava no, no, no. <laughs> we started that a little bit. We do like the Ninja Warrior, but oh, that's fun too. Yeah, like it, it, it was nice to kind of, like I said, I got in the pool with them and mm-hmm. I watched the shows that they like to watch, and I just got to reconnect with them and yeah. be aware of what they like and you know what what works for them, and that was pretty fun, you know. Um, the last tip that I'm going to go through on this, that I have a few more, but you know we're going to be posting these yeah, articles. You have to go read so, the article yeah. to get the rest. Um, but the last one that I want to talk about is it's very important. I think I've said it on this show before in my family for everyone to have a job and for us to be a team mm-hmm. when we travel. Um, like my daughter is the language specialist. Okay. She is the person who can usually communicate no matter where we are. She, for some reason, has enough. Like she's taken Spanish and she's done okay. Like, in Italy, you know, like, I guess they're, they're close enough. You know, mm-hmm. like, she's the one who can figure out what people are saying. Cool. And that's her job. Yeah. And it's her job to communicate with people. Um, she's the one who's best at it. Yeah. You know, my son is the navigator. Okay. My mm-hmm. son can get you anywhere. And, in fact, I love to tell this story. My son gets embarrassed about his talents, but, you know, he really is talented. And we were in um, Naples, Italy, which is one of the – Probably the worst place overseas that I've ever been. I, I didn't. We didn't enjoy this city very much. Mm. Um, it's very crowded. It's very. It's all like spokes on a wheel. You know, like there's no grid system. There's no organization. Oh, really confusing. It was just really confusing and really difficult. People drive super crazy there. Um, it, it was fine, you know. But like, if, if I was going back, I would to Italy. I would, Naples would not be on my list. You know. Um, so we're out and we're walking and we're lost. Uh-oh. And we're good and lost. And I'm like, well, we'll just be able to get a cab. And, you know, like, a lot of times I will go and intentionally, like, walk out of my hotel and get a little bit lost because, you know, you, you can get a car and you can get back, yeah. you know. Um, but Naples, there's not a lot of English speaking there at all. Like, a lot of cities in Italy, you know, rely on tourism more and there you know that a lot of people speak English Naples is not one of those cities and I could not figure out where our hotel was at all 
I was completely lost. And I'm wandering around, and I'm like, I feel like it's this way. And I have a terrible sense of direction. Terrible, right? It's, it's not good. <laughs> Usually, wherever I think we should go, we should be going the opposite direction, right? Good to know. And um, so I'm kind of wandering around, and I'm like, I, th- I think I think it's up this way. And my son finally, you know, he was uh, nine at the time, and he says, hey, Mom. And I'm like, what? And he's like, do you see that tall building over there? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you remember when we looked out our hotel window? It was straight ahead of us. Hmm, and he's like, thinking. and he's like, and you see that castle over there? When we looked out, it was to the right, wasn't it? And I'm like, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's like, you know, the water is down there. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, because the castle's on the water. And he's like, so we are, and he turns around and he points and he's like, we're over there. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> like, like, I don't think I have ever loved a child more. <laughs> like, and he got us within a block or so of the place. And, yeah. and I, then we were able to find it. Like, and I guarantee, I mean, I was going the absolute wrong way and he's my little navigator. Yeah. And it makes them feel good sure. to have a job, you mm-hmm. know, and to have, and sometimes... I mean, he happened to do a really great job there, but sometimes it's, it's not, he, he doesn't have the right sense or whatever. So it'll just be like, you are in charge of knowing, you know, where the nearest bathroom is or, uh, you know, like just something small so that you always have a job and you always have skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And it makes it a lot more like, instead of just mom is dragging us from point to point to point to point, like you have a role to play here too. Absolutely. And I think that that's awesome. You I know? think that's and, important. Mm-hmm. What kind of like jobs do you give your kids on, you know, or like what's their, what's their special, what's the, what's their superpower? Oh gosh. You know, with my kids being so far apart in age, you know, mm-hmm. there's almost six years between them. Yeah. It makes travel a little bit tricky because they're so, their interests are so different. Mm. You know, finding something that an eight-year-old and a 14-year-old are going to be interested in at the same time is tricky. So, you know, I think that and we try to make sure that everybody gets to do at least one thing that they really have their heart set on. And everybody's job is, I kind of have, this isn't really the same kind of job that you have, but it's it's kind of a, a Heather-style job is your job is making sure that other people are having fun. You I know, like, that. like mm-hmm. just kind of like what how do you need to to navigate the day so that you can make a clear path towards other people having fun. Especially if it's their thing. You know, like I do that with my kids too. Like when we were in France, my son picked Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. And Ella and I were not excited about Disneyland <laughs> yeah. Paris. And I will tell you that it turned out to honestly be probably our favorite thing that yeah. we did. Um on that portion of the trip. It was amazing. And we, we kind of had the same thing. Like, today is your brother's day to do yep. this thing here. And we didn't necessarily want to go to Disneyland Paris, but let's try to have a lot of fun here. And it turned out, like I said, way better than expected. Yeah. You know? We try to do that, too. And and like you said, attitude is everything. Yeah. And uh, when we went to Asheville, w- Robbie and our son really wanted to go to the Pinball Museum, mm. which our younger son and I were not, not even yeah. remotely interested in. It was the best. It was yeah. so, we, we spent hours in there. It was so much fun. Yeah, and sometimes they kind of expose you to something that you didn't know mm-hmm. that you, like like even that lazy river, you know, just in Panama City Beach, you know, like yep. I was like, all right, you guys look like you're having a good time. And it was an absolute good time, yeah. you know, and it like, 
would I have ever probably gotten in that on my, they, they chose to go to a water park one day, mm-hmm. which I was like, <laughs> um, what was it called? Was it Shipwreck Island? Shipwreck Island. Yep. Yeah, Shipwreck Island. <laughs> they were like, let's go to Shipwreck Island. And it was only like two blocks from our hotel. And I was like, all right, we'll go to Shipwreck Island. It was awesome. Shipwreck Island is where I did the belly flop heard around the world. Oh my gosh, my son did too. And it, <laughs> his, his, his was a back like he landed on oh, his back no. and his whole back was red. Oh. This was I was Was it in, off that hangy yes. thing? <laughs> you know exactly what I I'm do. talking about. I okay. Do. Okay, explain it. Explain so, it okay. Them. So, it's like I'm maybe 7th grade. Mm-hmm. And this is the when we used to wear the swimsuits that had the cutout in the oh, middle yeah. and it tied on the side. Mm-hmm. So, I had one of those on. And I we had to wait in this long line to get on it. Well, tell us what it is. I can't remember what it's called, it's but it's kinda like, a, like a like a zip line. It's like, like a zip line with a handle that you're yeah. hanging off of, and you you're supposed to like go ac- like across the zip line and then like jump into the water. Yeah, so it's like they've probably you're standing it on a platform. Then. No, 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 no. It's, it's exactly it's the, the same. same. <laughs> so you're standing on a platform and you grab like overhead, like like kind of like a trapeze, uh-huh. you know, thing, and you hold it. It's and like you, those things at the playground. Right. And and you run and you and then you slide down the zip line and then you try to make it to the end of it where you clink. Uh-huh. And then once you clink at the end, you drop down and it's like a 10-foot pool underneath. Right. Yeah. That's the part and where I was... it's a far was, drop. It is. And it's, that's why I thought I could do a dive. Yeah. My son thought he could I, do a, yeah. a backflip. Yeah. So <laughs> I spend my whole time in line telling everybody around me, I was like with my youth group or something, mm-hmm. that I was going to do a dive. And like the guy working the... Like, the lifeguard guy was really cute. So I was trying to impress oh, the yeah. guy. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a dive. I'm going to do a swan dive. And so it's my turn. I've, I've told everybody in the park about this. And so everybody's watching. <laughs> so I get up on the platform, reach up, and I jump off, and I slide across, and I clink. Mm-hmm. And then I just hang there and realize, I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> So I'm like, like the heart. Goes you have no silent. momentum. You're just no momentum anymore. <laughs> I'm just hanging there, like the park goes quiet, like tumbleweeds roll by, like <laughs> creak, 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 And then the girl starts yelling, "Drop!" So the yeah. lifeguard in the pool is like, "Drop, go, drop!" Go. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, "I got nothing. I got nothing." So I let go and I try to do my dive, and I made it like halfway, completely horizontal. Right. I hit the water. And it was such an impact that I just kind of like stayed on the surface and then slowly began to sink oh, down. Oh, no. Oh, I did not want to get out of that pool. Oh, my gosh. And I- you're red, right? You're so red. <laughs> so red. And your little cutout hole is all like just bright red. Oh, oh my God. Nobody made eye contact with me when I got out. <laughs> um, that is what happened to my son, too, except he was attempting a backflip. And the worst part for him, <laughs> even worse, is his sister is going off of it and doing backflips. Of course. Because she's a freaking acrobat and an yeah. aerial gymnast and you know whatever so oh, she's man. just flying down doing and he's like i'm gonna do a backflip too and he flies out and flat on his back and i wasn't even there so he has to walk across the whole place to where his mother is in tears <laughs> oh. with his red back to get some love and to get yeah, yeah someone to feel sorry hey for man him. hey he tried he tried we are in the we are both 
that's something that we have in common now. Yeah, we have both attempted an absurd stunt off of the hanging off thing. I tried. Um, I, I had a, a belly flop probably around the same age that you were when you had yours. I uh, was standing on the high dive at my local swimming pool, and I thought I was going to do a one and a half. Oh, and, and I thought I was like, I'm just going to do a one and a half because I just thought I could walk out and do yeah. it, you know. And I made it a one and a total <laughs> flat, flat 100%. Yeah. And I was wearing, I remember what I was wearing too. I was wearing a bikini. It was the first bikini I ever owned. The first like two-piece swimsuit. And so my whole stomach was exposed to mm-hmm. the flatness of the water yep. as well. And I was very bright red and it was <laughs> very embarrassing. And there was a cute boy present mm-hmm, for mine too. Always. Of course. Yeah. Always a cute boy present, you know. So I have a question for you about traveling with your kids. Yes. Do you pack their suitcases or do you make them pack it? Um, it depends. I, I mean, usually they pack it. They packed it for Panama City. Now, if we were going to Europe, I would certainly make sure that some <laughs> things were in there. But I actually had on my um, Facebook memories pop up the other day something that I thought was really, really cute. I had forgotten about it. It was a year ago. I don't even know where we were going, but it just popped up like two days ago. And it was me giggling at them as they had their bags for like in-flight. You know, like the, you know how you bring like a bag on board with you that has like your comfort items? Yes. And they were pulling out slippers, loveys, blankets. (laughs) They're going to be They had sleeping masks for themselves and their loveys. And I had nothing to do with any of this. And I'm like, that is the cutest thing ever. Like (laughs) they know what what they like is their, like the neck pillows. Mm -hmm. They had all of their comfort items. And I think they've gotten very good at packing. My kids love the movie Home Alone. Mm -hmm. And they don't like it when Kevin is les incompetents. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, they don't want to be les incompetents. Well, my children have no problem with that. And um, I used to always think that I was going to be the kind of mom who, like, before we would go someplace, I would check out books from the library about that place. And so we would all learn That's about it. That's a great idea it. that I would never do either. I always <laughs> did that when I was a kid. Like, I would always want to learn about the history of the place that I was going to so that when mm-hmm. I was walking around, I could, like, be more informed. And... Um, it turns out that I'm the kind of mom who's like, you know, we're like halfway out of the neighborhood and I'm like, y'all packed clothes, right? <laughs> Did you pack stuff? Like you have your toothbrush? Like I, I leave the packing to them. Now, a lot of times I will tell them like with the Panama City trip, I said, you know, like my son came down with, he'd put it all in a backpack. He hadn't even gotten his suitcase off the mm-hmm. top shelf. And I'm like, you have a swimsuit? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, you have a lot of swimsuits because we're going to swim every day. He's like, yeah. He's like, I got I got all my shirts. I got all my, you know, and I was like, do you have shoes? So I do ask some questions and there were no shoes. So mm. he went back up and got like three pair of shoes, you know, and so that was good, you know. Um, So sometimes I will ask, is, it, is there a toothbrush in there by yeah. any chance? I'll ask some clarifying. You know? I'll give them a checklist of like, we're going to be gone for five days. So you need yes. five of everything. Yeah. And if then, we're gone for five days, you need seven of everything. Right. You know, well, and then for my, my boy, because he you have to change a couple times a day. It know? also depends on where we're going. Like, you know, if we're just going to visit family, then that's different than if you're going to like a wedding. But yeah, well, yeah. we've definitely shown up at places and had no pajamas. It's like, well, mm-hmm. pick, pick some clothes that are going to be your pajamas. This yeah, week. I don't think that we had pajamas on this trip. <laughs> I think that my daughter did, and my son was a little jealous. <laughs> You know, like, mm, she's got something cozy there, you know, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, they mostly pack for themselves and, you know, and I'll do some clarifying stuff sometimes, you know, but like, this was such an impromptu trip, you know, that I, w- like I said, I woke up at six o'clock in the morning on Saturday and I went online and I was like, how many Marriott points do I have? 
and I had a billion Marriott points. <laughs> and that's why we went where we went. Like, yeah. I, I put zero thought into this hotel. And then I got there and was just super surprised. I mean, it was wonderful. We stayed at a Spring Hill Suites on um, Front Beach Road in Panama mm-hmm. City. I would highly recommend it. The only thing bad about it was um, not super great food and, mm. and no room service option, which mm. I'm very lazy sometimes, you know. But um, stuff right across the street, it wasn't bad, you know. Yeah. Um, but... The beach was amazing. The water yep. is so clear right now. That's where we were. We were on Front so Beach Road, too. Great. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. I want to go back. Yeah. We should. Well, Brian and I talked on Not Quite Therapy about um, Barbados now has a um, a 12-month work visa. You can mm-hmm. go and because like, they don't have any tourism right now. So they're targeting that, you know, Americans can come and work there during the pandemic. And we are trying to ditch our children and go <laughs> um you know we can start doing this show yeah from, from barbados as well like, i think yeah. we should all right let's do it let's okay two thousand dollars for a work visa okay we can put the link for that in the show notes too <laughs> or you know what no you have to go find it in the not quite therapy show notes oh yeah instead yeah, yeah. idea not quite therapy came out <laughs> yesterday so go find that so do you have any trips planned for you and your children or just you um I don't right now. I mean, I had lots of things planned right. that ended up canceled. Um, next week, I was supposed to be in L.A. for the week with my sister and my niece, and we were going to see Taylor Swift, and uh, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. I had a trip to Boston planned for a writing workshop that was supposed to be in March and then got rescheduled to November and then got canceled. Um, hmm. So, no, not really right now, but... Um, also, American passports are pretty worthless right now. So, yeah. you know, if we go anywhere, it's going to be local. But, um, you know, I, I still think that, you know, it's the perfect opportunity to start thinking about a road trip. Yep. Which we're going to talk about on the next show. Yep. So, you know, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it as hopefully you're getting the travel bug. Hopefully you're starting to say to yourself, Hmm, I should take a little weekend alone or I should take a little weekend with my family or my children and reconnect. And then uh, Heather will give us some more ideas for how to do it in a pandemic on the road next time we talk to you guys. Sounds like fun. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.